0: Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert.
1: Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am, of course, your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we are celebrating veterans, but not just veterans, veterans who are entrepreneurs. And we're using this time to get to know a little bit more about them, their service, be able to thank them for their service, but also to learn about what elements of being a veteran or a service member has really helped and aided them in their entrepreneurial journey. And my guest today has great experience in a number of factors, but just in one really specific and incredibly important aspect of your business. Well, even if you don't have a business, he's very important to your life. There's no way you can get through uh, any of this life without having some help at this at one point in another. So, Charles Reed is a certified public accountant. So, yes, we're going to talk about money. He's also a US tax court practitioner, a member of the Internal Revenue Service Advisory Council, and the founder of a company called Get Payroll. And if you are watching on video, you know what his company is about. His companies have provided full-service payroll services, payroll tax services, and other payroll-related services since 1991. He's an accomplished senior executive and obviously an entrepreneur with more than, I don't know if he wants me to tell it, but it's in the uh, in his bio, 50 years of financial leadership experience in a broad range of industries, and also the author of four books. And if you stay till the end of this, you might also figure out how to get a free one. The most recent of his books, The Payroll Book, A Guide for Small Businesses and Startups. And he's also going to tell us about his time in the service with the Marines. So joining me today is Charles Reed. Thank you for being with us today.
0: Michael, my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: Uh, You have a great uh, history. Like I said, I didn't want to tell all the years in there, but if it's in the bio, I'm going to say
0: it. (laughs) I, I don't mind.
1: Okay, good. Good. excellent. Well, Charles, I hit some of the highlights of your career and just a little bit about you know the service branch that you came from. but let's start off by telling us a little bit about your service in the military and in the Marine Corps specifically. a little bit about why you went in, what you experienced there, and you know and, and kind of how that got you into an entrepreneurial journey.
0: Sure. Well, I'm a Midwestern boy. I grew up in Iowa. Graduated from high school at 16, mm-hmm. uh, worked, wasn't ready for college uh, for a number <laughs> of years. And my family has always served. Mm. Uh, we're a military family going back several hundred years. Great, 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 great grandfather, whatever. Uh, George Reed signed the Declaration of Independence <gasps> and fought in the Revolutionary War. Whoa. Dad was a Navy veteran from World War II. Grandfather was a Army veteran from World War I and II. Uh, and on and on. So it's just, we're citizen soldiers, we always have been. Mm. So out of the four of us, myself, and my three sisters, three of us served in the military. The fourth one used to fly Mac flights in and out of uh, Vietnam, picking up wow. uh, orphans and so on. So wow. we we just serve. We always have. It's, you know, we feel it's part of our civic duty.
1: Mm.
0: So I joined the Marine Corps at seventeen. Uh, enlisted for four years. So I was 21 when I got out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was trained, uh, did my basic at San Diego, uh, Marine Corps Recruit Depot San Diego, mm-hmm. ITR at Pendleton. Then was assigned at Pendleton into the data processing area. I started as a key punch operator a week at that, and a week I was a proofing operator, then a, a peripheral machine operator, and then a computer operator. I was transferred to Okinawa to the uh, third FSR support group there and was sent to IBM and became a computer programmer wow. and systems engineer. I was a COBOL programmer working on uh, 360s uh, there, got myself transferred to Vietnam, being young and dumb. Uh, you know, I couldn't, couldn't get that far and not go in country. Mm. When I got in country, I didn't want to be in the data processing center. It was behind these huge walls yeah. because it had gotten blown up before. Uh, So I got myself reassigned to the local infantry company that was doing interdiction and ambushes uh, around Red Beach, which is about 40 miles north of Da Nang. So I spent six months in the field there, came back, uh, was stationed in Kansas City at Marine Corps Automated Service Center out on Bannister Road, met my wife while I was in service, Uh, married her. She had five kids when I married her. Wow! I I just claim insanity, <laughs> but we were married for forty five years before she passed. Oh. So, it was a good marriage, uh, not perfect. And <laughs> none of them are. Any any man who says he has a perfect marriage will lie about other things. Okay?
1: <laughs> so true.
0: Uh, so and women. Well, I wasn't going to go there that you can. I I learned not to do that when I was married.
1: (laughs) Good. You can say it for men, I'll say it for women. All right.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So when I got out, I found that businesses did not value my military experience. I actually, we'd moved down to Dallas because of economic conditions in Kansas City. And I interviewed with Employers of Texas, which is an insurance company. Mm -hmm. And they were moving from 1401 Autocoder to 360 COBOL, the, wow. moving all their programs, rewriting them for new language and new system and new computers. I had just been involved the last year of my service doing that exact thing for the Joint Unified Military Pay System. Wow! Now I was only working on a small portion, of course, but that's what I was doing. And the recruiter there told me that he didn't think that my t- military experience applied to the business world. Wow. Even though I was doing the exact same thing on a fiscal system. Okay. You can't wow. get much closer. Yeah, okay? really.
1: Yeah, so, you know, if you held up the, the bullet points of your job and the job description for that, it, you know, hello. It would be
0: so close as to be indistinguishable. It was the only time in my life I've ever told a recruiter he was an idiot. Yeah, good because for you. Because he was. A few years later, the company went bankrupt. And I know why, because they hired the wrong people. (laughs) They didn't know what they were doing.
1: Good thing you weren't going down with that ship. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So I've, at that point, I realized I had to go get the civilian credentials. Mm. You know, all I had was a high school diploma. Right. So I went up to, went to the local junior college and then to North Texas, University of North Texas and in two and a half years i had my mba i was motivated
1: wow i was going to say you i mean just getting out of high school at 16 was <laughs> something but that's impressive
0: well that's one thing the military teaches you is how to accomplish things
1: yeah
0: how to focus and the discipline necessary and you just do it yeah now i will admit that I didn't see much of my wife for a couple of years. Uh, She'd get up and go to work at six in the morning. Uh, I'd be sleeping in. When I'd get home after school and after work, she'd already be in bed. So we were just kind of shared a room for a year and a half at that point. Yeah. But we were both motivated to get it done and we did. Um, I sat for and passed my CPA exam while I was still in graduate school. Went to work for Texas Instruments. The military gave me a lot of tools and a lot of people in business don't understand those people who mm-hmm. haven't been in the military and that's most of them mm-hmm. don't understand uh, they haven't been there. And you can't explain it to them. If they've been there and seen the elephant, then you don't have to explain it to them. Right. So it makes it very difficult then and now for military coming out to try and show business that their skills really do translate and translate well one of the things i learned in management is in the marine corps is mission men self right you accomplish the mission you get it done whatever it takes right then you take care of your men then you take care of yourself yeah this was brought home very distinctly to me I was at uh, Guerrilla Warfare School in northern Okinawa. And we'd been at, it was a two week course and we'd been out in the field for about a week uh, eating sea rats because they didn't have MREs then. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. And these were sea rats that were 15 years old on top of that oh, from oh. the Korean War. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the ham and lima beans was not potable. I promise you.
1: And <laughs> okay. just so people know, th- these that doesn't refer to actual rats <laughs> <They're> rations, <laughs>
0: right? Know, sea, sea rats. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Uh, sea rations. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'd finally got a hot meal delivered out to us, and the platoon commander was a young lieutenant, and he made sure that every single one of us got through that line and got a plate of hot food mm. before he got his. Oh, yeah. And that's the kind of thing that you learn to do in the Marine Corps. You learn yeah. to do in the military. So, in business, that same mechanism works. If you take and you complete the mission and you take care of your men, whether it be your employees or your clients, right. then you take care of yourself. One of the biggest things I've seen that is destructive to businesses is ego. Yes, um, absolutely.
1: People,
0: people think they're better, smarter. Uh, whatever, because they own or run or started a company. They think they're the smartest person in the room, which is (laughs) normally a mistake.
1: It's normally not true.
0: (laughs) Normally not true as well. You don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Mm -hmm. You want to know how to hire the smartest person in the room. Absolutely. So those are the kinds of things that you learn and are reinforced by your military background. That and the discipline you get both external and internal because you, you develop internal discipline in the, in the military, yeah. for me, particularly in the Marine Corps. And those yeah. are the things you do. And they are so valuable in business. And you learn to value your men because your employees are the most important thing you have.
1: Yeah.
0: I can't do all the work. There's no Absolutely. way my business would collapse without them. <laughs> so Amen to that. I, if I don't take care of them, who is? So right. I've got to take care of them my job as CEO, it was really not to do the work anymore. My job is to make their job easy, make them more efficient, get them the tools, solve Mm -hmm. problems, uh, provide them facilities and training to do their job better, faster, more efficiently. That's my job.
1: Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And when you do that, then you empower them to have that same sense of you know, ownership and, you know, accomplish the mission and take care of your teammates and, you know, and take care of, yeah, it's the whole, it's the whole, it's a cycle that just builds on itself.
0: My, my right-hand person's been with me 22 years. Uh, Mm. One of my CPAs has been with me 25 years. Fabulous. So it builds longevity.
1: I love it. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break, Charles. We're going to come back. We're going to hear from our sponsor. When we come back, we're going to learn a little bit more about your businesses today. So we will be right back. Imagine starting a long journey without a map or even a clear idea of the obstacles ahead. That's exactly what it's like for entrepreneurs who start companies with a lot of passion, but without the financial expertise to grow and scale their businesses and create long-term wealth for their families. Find a financial advisor who can help you map a better journey. Wayne Titus shows you how in his book, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Wellbeing. With the right advisor at your side, you'll have the freedom to focus on what really matters to you. Get The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Wellbeing at amazon.com and in the virtual bookstore on the Shock Your Potential app. And we are back with Charles Reed with Get Payroll. And again, if you're watching the video version, you know that that's his company name because he very smartly has it behind him on a screen, kind of like I always have my books behind me. Uh, you got to be able to promote yourself away. So I love, you know, what you told me there is so much, not just about your military experience, which again, thank you for your service. Um, but what it taught you, what, you know, what's important, those, those skills that helped you in business, even though they might not have believed it until you proved it. Um, and what was transferable to entrepreneurship. So, you know, you've had some vast experience in, you know, in all of these spaces. I love the fact by the way that you said you got your cpa while you're finishing your masters degree like like you didn't have anything else to do so what what got you ultimately fascinated with you know with payroll and you know financial documents what cuz you you also had a lot of computer experience in there so what made what made this the area you wanted to settle in
0: well when i was 14 i started doing security analysis uh, <laughs> Okay. Wait a minute,
1: wait a minute. Uh, when I was 14, I started doing security analysis. Go back.
0: No, <laughs> oh, I, I started doing that because I was interested in the stock market and buying and selling stocks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I started doing security analysis. Uh, read Benjamin Graham, the intelligent yeah. investor, who was the uh, mentor for Warren Buffett. Right. And have followed Warren for 50 years. So I've been in that uh, financial area since I was a, a child. -hmm. Uh, I went and became qualified as a FBI fingerprint expert by the time I was 18. So I I did that. I I, I like to do things. But in school, I I, I got into accounting and loved it. When I went to work for TI, I I worked in the corporate world for 15 years, several Mm -hmm. different industries, did some turnarounds, did small corporations, big corporations. Mm-hmm. ran into all kinds of things realized I was never going to get to the top of a major corporation mm-hmm. I didn't have the political skills right I was unwilling to stab people in the back and toss them off the ladder so if I was going, I was to also company, unwilling
1: to suck up so I never I didn't well, the, get all the way to the top either
0: <laughs> marines have a have a real aversion to sucking up to anybody
1: okay exactly.
0: <laughs> you, you you want me to suck up well you know I'm probably going to stomp you into the ground Uh That did lead to problems at
1: times, (laughs) uh,
0: which I learned to just keep my mouth shut. (laughs) But so I started my own business. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was working as COO for Financial Express. The board was after the company to get rid of the original office, which was, they were franchises. So Mm -hmm. I bought the original office and Ruth and I went into business. And 30 years later, we're here. About 10 years ago, I sold off the accounting side. Because mm-hmm. frankly, I'd gotten kind of bored with it. I enjoy yeah. payroll. Uh, payroll is fun for us <clears throat> because I'm the guy that does all the IRS fighting, mm-hmm. and and that's fun. That's oh. you know, it's it's like my attorney said, it's like playing high stakes poker with somebody else's money. <laughs> so I can do it professionally, and, and this is a funny thing. I, I don't get upset with the IRS when I'm dealing with a client. I mean, I know how to talk to them. In fact, in many cases, I know the rules better than they do because mm-hmm. I, I live this and they shift from department to department over, the, over their course of their career. I don't. So I, I enjoy doing that. And I tell my clients, don't talk to the IRS because you'll get upset. Right. And you'll say something and, and you'll scream at them and so on. And, and then I, there's a real problem. I convinced most of them not to. Well, here six months ago, IRS screwed up on my taxes. And I got on the phone with the examiner Uh and he was in error and he wasn't following procedure. And I started telling him all this and he started to give me crap. And I started screaming at the (laughs) SOB on the phone and telling him he was a worthless piece of whatever and that he didn't know what he was doing. And he was violating IRS procedures and he hadn't read the IRS manual and he didn't know what he was doing and where the hell was his boss. Oh, boy. Uh, And in the back of my mind, it's going, Charles, don't do this don't this do this
1: other people don't too. and all <laughs> don't i did was him. piss
0: him all i did was piss him off and he got even nastier about things oh no and then when i got to his boss his boss agreed no he, he can't do any of that and he shouldn't have done any of that we'll we'll fix it <laughs> it took three, two weeks because of covid to get to his boss <laughs> so i tell my clients for a reason don't talk to the irs let me <laughs>
1: Well, it is always different when it's your own stuff, you know, my husband will, my husband will tell me things. He's like, look, you've written two books on leadership and sales leadership. And he goes, you don't always follow your own advice with your team. I'm like, that's not what you're supposed to be telling me.
0: (laughs) Do do as I say, not as I do.
1: (laughs) And, but every time it's a good reminder and I'm like, you're right. I'll go back and do that. I know I've been pushing that one off, but just don't remind me.
0: So we, we, we have a lot of fun. Uh, I've got a very good group of people, a very good set of clients. We're growing. Uh, <clears throat> I finally realized one of my deficiencies here a few years ago is I thought I could market. Well, once I hired a marketing manager, I realized I can't market my way out of a paper bag.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Okay.
0: So uh, Anosh and, and Michael and, and Pete have done a wonderful job growing the company, <clears throat> which I love. So we're continuing to grow and and bring in clients and take care of them and, and enjoy the, the the business. It's 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 a blast. Uh, I recently uh, wrote a book, my mm-hmm. fourth one actually. Yeah. Uh, Wiley published it last year. It's the the payroll book. Oh yeah. Guide for small business and startups. So if any of your yeah. listeners would like a copy of this, this mm-hmm. is. You know, 30 years of payroll wisdom distilled down to 95,000 words, oh, but it covers wow. a lot of things. It's in three sections. Uh, the, the first one is the law, the entities, tax laws, penalties, abatements, uh, who's of an employee, independent contractors, on and on. Mm-hmm. Second section is how really to run a payroll, how to calculate it, calculate overtime, blended overtime, pre-tax, post-tax, non-tax, on and on. Mm-hmm. Then the third section is all the other things. PEOs, handbooks, record keeping, illegal aliens, legal aliens, mm-hmm. visas, uh, internal security, internal controls, and so on. So it's 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 a comprehensive book, we think. The only thing similar to it is the payroll source from the American Payroll Association, and it's $600. This is oh. $29 list price. I think Amazon has it on for $22. But- for your listeners, if they'd like what? a copy of this, yes, they will go to thepayrollbook.com on the web, thepayrollbook.com and enter the discount code podcast, we will ship them a free book. No shipping, I, no handling, just a free book. And when, I, when they've read it and, and, and they decided that payroll's still too complicated for them, my phone number's in the book.
1: <laughs> I think that's brilliant because you know, small businesses, yes, it's, that's one of those elements that, you know, it's a necessary evil, just like I have to, you know, budget and payroll and all those fun and not fun things. It's good to know that there's great information out there, number one. And, but my thought was, I would read that I would have a heart attack and then I'd call you.
0: (laughs) Please. (laughs) I'll send you one.
1: (laughs) There you go. I love it. And Uh, Thank you for offering that for free to my, uh, to my listeners. That's fantastic. And I hope everybody takes advantage of it because it's yet another um, resource. And that's one of the things we try and do is give people resources that will really help build and strengthen their businesses and help them, you know, manage growth at a way, you know, at some point in time. If you, you know, you either hire somebody to do it, you hire a service to do it one way or the other, but if you own your business and you're managing that at some point in time, it's gotta to go to somebody
0: else. It should, because, well, I don't I don't make my own clothes. I don't build my own cars. I don't build my own house. I don't even mow my you own lawn.
1: You don't okay? do your own marketing. <laughs> uh,
0: exactly. I outsource exactly. those because they can do it better, faster, cheaper than I can. And they're experts at it. I, I don't, you know, run a restaurant. I don't manufacture things. I don't sew clothes. There's a lot of things I don't do that I outsource. And payroll is one of those things you can outsource as a small business and an entrepreneur very inexpensively mm. and get really good care. And and our unique selling proposition is compliance. I'm, I'm a CPA and a US tax court practitioner. So if there's a problem and the IRS Makes millions of mistakes every year, millions mm. of mistakes every year. It's a hundred thousand people, all civil servants, so they're not motivated by the same things we are as right. for-profit industries. And some of their technology is sixty years old and doesn't mm. talk to each other, so they have problems and, and and they know it. Chuck Reddick, the new commissioner, is working on it, but he's you know a few billion dollars and, and a number of years away from making a huge <laughs> impact. So there's problems. IRS mm. issued in fiscal 19, $13 billion of employment tax penalties. Billion. Over half of which got abated by people like me who knew what they were doing because they were wrong. And if you don't know how to fix those, you just have to write the check.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. And many people will write the check because the idea of going up against the IRS can be very, very daunting.
0: It can be, And, Mm -hmm. and they are... There is no newer, friendlier, gentler IRS. That that was a myth. It didn't happen. I yeah. lived through it all and it, it never happened. It was supposed no. to happen, but it never did.
1: Yeah, so. I don't I don't ever see that happening. <laughs> not that we're not that we're not very happy about the IRS. We love you, IRS. You're wonderful. Don't ever come knocking. They, knock they the are door.
0: listening, so yes.
1: <laughs> we'll say only nice things about them. <laughs> I love it. Well, Charles, besides the uh, the site for your free book with thepayrollbook.com and use the code uh, podcast to get your free book, um, we'll have all of your other contact information on our show notes. But in case somebody else wants to get to know you and learn more about Get Payroll, uh, what's the best way for them to find you?
0: GetPayroll.com.
1: There you go. If you're
0: on the video, it's all behind me, uh, it's on the <laughs> web. And if they need a question answered, my email is cjr at getpayroll.
1: Excellent. Very good. Well, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice?
0: I I do. There's one I use and I I believe in it. I stole it from Bill Gates before his current problems. (laughs) And that is that a person will overestimate what they can accomplish in a year Mm -hmm. and underestimate what they can accomplish in a decade. Mm -hmm. Business is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Stick yeah. with it. You'll be amazed what can happen over the years. You just keep plugging away.
1: Very good advice. I I agree wholeheartedly. Charles, it has been a pleasure um, getting to know you, getting to know your background. I want to thank you so much for your service to this country. And thank you for sharing your wisdom with us.
0: Michael, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always... Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.